0: Episode 1, Hit the Ground Running Stitch. Happy Stitch Timber! I'm Kristen Regular and I am showing you how to whip up a new embroidery stitch every day this month. Have no fear, we're going to start with the basics. But by the time this month is through, you'll be a Stitch Witch with 30 spell-binding new stitches under your belt. It's the first of Stitch Timber, and the stitch of the day is the Hit the Ground Running Stitch. So first thing you're going to need is to grab some lightweight fabric. I have a cotton here, just a plain white cotton so you can easily see what you're doing and keep track of your own stitches. And you're going to need some small scissors. I just have these little embroidery scissors. You can get any scissors, any fabric scissors is going to work for you. Um, and you're going to need some embroidery floss and that is a small bundle of thread and each piece of thread has six strands that you can split up into however many strands you're comfortable working with. And you need a sewing needle. There's different types. There's specifically embroidery needles. Um, Ultimately, I would suggest using a needle with a larger eye on it because it's easier to thread and then you can work with the maximum amount of strands in your thread. And it's easier as a beginner to start out that way. So a fun fact about the running stitch is that it's where all of the embroidery stitches begin. This is the base stitch that you start with, which is why we're starting Stitch Timber with this particular stitch. So ultimately what you can do with this is you can actually have a lot of fun with it because you can change the length of the stitch itself. I normally stick to a quarter inch when it's gonna be a decorative stitch However, you could make it larger if you wanted to do a sort of false stitch that you would need to pull out later. So here we have our embroidery floss, Uh, it's separated into the six strands that I mentioned, and I like to work with three strands myself because I find it's a good thickness to begin with and you can easily see what you're doing without the thread getting tangled. First thing you're going to need to do is grab the end of your embroidery floss, it should be sticking out on either end of the skein, and hold it between your index finger and your thumb, and stretch it out to the crease of your elbow. This is what's called a lady's length, terrible name, however it'll give you the perfect length of thread to work with so you can easily use it and not have it knot up. So what I like to do is separate Embroidery floss into the three strands that I want and the three strands that I'm going to save for later. So I just separate those three strands in each hand and then I pull apart. What I like to do when I have my thread is I use my hand and I sort of caress the thread. This is good for a couple of reasons. One, it'll get out any tangles that might be in your thread, and two, it straightens it after it was in the skein, so it keeps it easy to sew. So you're going to wet the end of your thread, I just use my mouth, and then you're going to stick it through the eye of the needle. Next you're going to want to knot the end of the thread. Uh, I just do a simple loop and put the end of the thread through it and then pull and then you'll create a nice little knot to work with. If your needle is bigger, you might find it helpful to do this a couple of times, but usually one should be just fine. Grab your fabric in a pinching motion, so that you can stretch it between your fingers and have the easiest working space possible. To begin the stitch, you'll need to put your needle underneath the fabric and push it upward. This both hides the knot and you'll be able to see where you're starting. Next, you'll need to push the needle back into the fabric about a quarter inch above your starting point. I like to begin my running stitch by doing what's called back stitching, which just creates a solid line. In this case, I bring the needle back up a quarter inch above my first stitch and then I push it back down at the same point where I went down the first time. To do a standard running stitch, you would normally pull the needle up, and push it back down in the same direction alternating in out in out now turn your work over you're going to notice that the stitches on the back are a lot smaller and more discreet this is going to be really beneficial in future projects especially if you're sewing on clothes because it won't be as noticeable while we're looking at the back we're going to finish off our stitch by tying a knot the easiest way to do this is to poke your needle under the last stitch that you did and make a small loop. Then you're going to stick your needle through that loop again and pull the thread tight. This is going to create a very small knot that's not going to be very noticeable and you'll just cut off the end right at the base of the knot. If you're not doing a knot, then just leave the thread about an inch long at the end. This will give it enough length so that it won't slip out. And it shouldn't be noticeable. Happy stitching! Stay tuned to the Fog Bank channel for my next episode tomorrow.